That's why you stay ready. From the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Package. Trip plan, 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46, turnpike. Turnpike. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. I never forget that it's coming, but sometimes I get a little extra jazzed when I hear that TIE fighter ripping across the galaxy as if it's headed out on an imperialistic mission, the likes of which we've never seen before. Man, I feel like it fits. I feel like it fits for what we're doing here. I think it, I think it was uh, beyond your control when you actually made that intro of how perfect it is uh, for our I mean, purposes here. Created a lot of things in my day, but the intro to this show is... Near the top of things I do enjoy. Yeah, man. I, I think it's uh it really resonates. I, I have talked to multiple people before about like they hear the they hear the intro music, they hear the TIE fighter, they hear the right now. The guys uh, who are three years older now than they were when we started this thing. Yeah, yeah. Sean McKinley's definitely 43. We mentioned that a, no a couple of months that. ago. There's no doubt about um, that. We're holding on to our youth, Jamie. We're holding on to our youth. Well, some might call it grasping at straws, but yes, sure. they are. We are holding on grasping, one fiber at a time. Gra- yeah, speaking of fibers, grasping at the gray hairs that appear in our temples and across my chin in these days. And these voices you're hearing as we're sort of rambling off the start here, none other than your boy Hello Kitty got Rapido. And you guys are listening to the Circle of Trust podcast, the weekly news dump that is that of the F3 Nation. If this is your first time tuning in, we're glad you're here. Uh, and if mm-hmm. you're a long time, we're also glad you're here. We ask that you continue to share this show with your F3 brothers or sad clowns around you who might need a little F3 in their lives. And, and we come today to bring the news of the nation to you. And so, my friend, what say you we just get into it? I'm ready, man. Let's dump in head first. It is a Tuesday morning, February the 1st. First January. Day. That's right. January is over. 84 days long was January. Yeah. yeah. Here we uh, are. Several moon cycles in January, at least. And uh, happy to be here in February. Happy uh, National Black History Month, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's other months, uh, the notions for this day of the year of our Lord, February 1st, 2022. Yes, so let's yes, see sir. what the packs have in store for the nation. That's right, man. I love it. Good on you, my brother. And uh, away we go. Tom Brady retired. What? <laughs> Again? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Great. Uh, congratulations. Greatest quarterback of all time. Fine. We got it. Uh, good stuff. ESPN is wall-to-wall coverage. <laughs> Oh, I don't. Is, is Rachel out on the lawn? She used to be for Brett Favre. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Or the, no Le, or the LeBron indecision no, decision. No kidding. Uh, all right, moving on to some. You know what? News. Hang on. We got a yeah. lot of Charlotte packs and other North Carolina we sure did. packs. Quick, we sure did. quick aside. My freaking Carolina Panthers. They kill me. They are. Right. Ne- they they should have been in a position to be the you know the conference leader for the next 
five years with Brady riding off into the sunset after last year. Because you got turmoil in New Orleans with Peyton's gone, Breeze is gone. They don't know what to do down there. They're 70 plus million over the cap. You got Atlanta, who's always going to be the Atlanta Falcons, 28 to 3 at halftime, who, you know, Brady, obviously. And then Tampa dumpster fire coming out with you know old guys retiring and no we got matt rule and sam darnold and nonsense okay all right it's as if my friend here is uh preparing uh a demo reel to perhaps send off to local sports affiliates uh get a little kitty yeah. and rapido in your ears on the afternoon drive a student analysis amigo but i tell you this watch he he leaves the league in incredible hands the afc specifically mahomes herbert allen Burrow, <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm all, I'm all Mac here. For... Jones, I mean, it's it, yeah. it, it's a, the future looks bright as it relates to that. Okay, legacy. And I, and I'll, I'll leave you a legacy. Too, let's leave. Yeah, leave. Yeah, <laughs> leave right. Right. Um, I, I'm here for the non-traditional teams to to have their time in the sun, um, and and watching guys develop into you know non-traditional guys maybe becoming into massive leadership role superstars. Um, I like it. I, I am one that's like, oh, it's just those teams. It's Cincinnati and LA in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm all in, all in on two two teams like that being in the big the big one. So yes, sir. Go Bengals. All right. News of the F3 <laughs> Nation uh off the top here as we move to sports analysis along for another day. It is 2022. You're a month deep into it. And with that brings the announcement of the official yearly f3 race jersey so every year the guys at mud gear and the marketing committee one which your boy does not sit on uh opens up a competition for packs to submit logo designs that will be you know the annual logo of f3 nation we got the traditional circle and stencil f3 but every year we have a special order it's only open for a certain amount of time guys can get it and then it closes up and then it you know kind of goes into the archives and so the 2022 f3 logo is now available for order if you hit the gear page at f3nation.com and i'll stop there my friend if, if you have anything else you want to say about it <laughs> wow um have, has anyone been able to see it i think mud gear sent out the email yesterday right it's got some yeah. vivid colors it's got a global um a global feel to it because it is the globe some people might think the earth is flat uh we here at this program i believe aspire to believe that the globe is in fact round um but there's a lot i think there's plenty of graphic video evidence of that from our friends in space depends on where the video was procured and developed <laughs> but yes. um but this year's logo design was completed by none other than this big big moment of surprise hello kitty you're now three time logo of the year winner Sir, I don't know how you keep doing it. You just keep cranking out content left and right. But uh, T claps to you for being such a visionary on what uh, what this year's theme is is trying to accomplish and um, putting that from you know what's in in your mind and how you interpret that actually into a, a visual graphic. So proud of you, brother. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, not one to talk about myself much, <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> Well, I will tell you this. Uh, might take some deep focus. Obviously, uh, you know, excited, uh, honored, you know, to 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 be able to do that. Um, and you know, what's really neat is uh, all the stuff that was kind of tossed into this thing. I mean, you know, there are some really incredible uh, designers amongst the packs, guys that create some really neat stuff. And this thing was open for a while. And you know, I jokingly said it off the top, but I mean, meant it. Not a part of the marketing committee. 
I've got no say. I can promise you this much. It, it curries no favor <laughs> with me uh, by winning this thing. <laughs> I want uh, to believe you. Right. But there's is some incredible stuff. In fact, there's a few guys that I personally wanted to give some shout outs to because essentially what happened was competitions open for, I don't know, a month, a few weeks or whatever. Guys dump a bunch of files in committee pulls like four or five of their favorite and they end up picking, you know, what they want. I mean, what I was going for, and as you guys will see on the design is this idea of how F3 really over the last year uh, has exploded. And, and honestly, uh, even given all the obstacles in front of us, we've seen massive growth explosion. And now we see, uh, uh, South America, Africa, Europe, uh, South mm -hmm. Korea, Australia, you know, and that's kind of the look we were going for. So you can have a really cool kind of dark shirt with this, you know, blue uh, circle around it in the green globe. But a couple of other guys that I thought really did some incredible work. And, and it's not to exclude anybody, just some of the ones that jumped out to me. And I was like, you know what, I want to use the platform today to give some kudos to those guys because there are region logos and AO logos in the mix now from this design contest that were, I mean, regions and AOs are going to be uh, bearing uh, the good fruit of what these guys have created. This guy like mm -hmm. Vincent Labalito, and I only know the real names on here because I didn't have their F3 names. Kevin Schoen, James Newhouse, Mike Mobby, Brian Mary. Those are a few guys that I saw dump uh, some designs in there that I thought were really, really good. And a lot of you other guys had good ideas too. Uh, and so I would encourage you to find ways to repurpose some of those because they're, again, our regions and AOs are going to be the benefactor, benefactor, benefactor of that work, uh, mm -hmm. which is cool. So all that to say, uh, honored uh, uh, and proud again to be able to provide that for you guys. And the order is open and you got to get on it uh, while it's open. Because uh, Told the uh, M, I said, uh, I said, look at this design. She's like, oh, that's cool. Those are colors you don't normally see. I said, I said, yeah, that's a Hello Kitty special. He mm -hmm. won the contest again. She's like, does that mean you're going to buy another shirt? I'm like, honey, yeah. it's not about me. Likely put some of you in a precarious position here. <laughs> it's not about me, hon. I am supporting a cause, supporting my brother from another. Yeah, I know what you're good at, Jamie. Eating pies and designing <laughs> F3 shirts. <laughs> if I can make a living doing those two things, which sadly I'm not, but that's okay. One day we'll get there. Well, we all have goals and dreams, brother. We sure do. <laughs> Awesome, man. All right, good. Let's move it on. Uh, we've got a call, uh, a newsworthy call, uh, because you've got rapidly approaching is the first grow ruck of the year. And this will be GTE 26 as the Eastern fleet gears up for what is shaping up to be as what we've been calling here a hootenanny of event, or as you would call it a whale of a time. And that is uh, as the ENC boys gear up. So Rafiki called us. He's got an update as to where nice. they're at and what's going on. Uh, from Grow Ruck 26, which is going to be on the eastern side of North Carolina, uh, March 26th, and uh, going to be great. So here's Rafiki giving us an update. Okay. Hello, Kitty. Rafito, this is Rafiki from ENC. We are gearing up for GTE 26. The time to register is now. We need to know who's coming. We want to plan a great event for you guys, and we need a headcount as soon as possible. Telling all the packs out there, go to growrup.com. That's where you register your butt and get signed <laughs> up. This is going to be an amazing event. We've got some uh, very interesting things in store here in the Eastern Fleet. And so we want you to get signed up, get down here to Greenville, and learn all things F3. I got to go. Great job. I know those guys are getting after it daily. I'm seeing stuff on Twitter. I've got obviously all the back channels on the Grow Ruck SLT things going on. It's gonna be it's gonna be an event worth your time. 
uh, an investment mm. to love be it. sure. Love it. Love it. And Man, we're going to hopefully, stuff. while I've got the audience here, <clears throat> we should hopefully have registration pages launched this week for both uh, what's being called Middle Tennessee or Mid Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, in April and Northwest Arkansas event in May. Um, there was some activity last night on the Grow Ruck Twitter account. It is back live and effective. Saw that. As of yesterday evening, somebody mm-hmm. is getting after it. Um, and so all your information can be found there at Grow Ruck on the Twitter sphere. It's exciting, man. Uh, that weekend of uh, the ENC, the whole dang state of North Carolina is going to be rocking and rolling because you're going to have the Grow Ruck guys on the eastern side of the state. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the crazy Mortimer hillbillies running up and down the mountains on the western side. So Central NC better look out because it's going to be like a better figure something earthquake out. of him activity. Is that the same weekend as the P200? Oh my gosh, I don't know. If it is, the whole all the Carolinas will be asunder. Yeah, I want to say last I saw we're at sitting at like sixty three or sixty four uh, registered. Oh man, well well expect that to near a hundred by the time it's all said. And done. Yeah, you know how these guys, you know how these guys rally late, sort of par for the course with the F three. Yeah, you probably got another. 10-ish days, we want guys to be able to get registered so that they ensure a t-shirt. Good, yes. And oh, it's a dope and you're logo. <laughs> Snickers, a dope logo. I didn't mention Snickers and the other ones probably should have. Snickers got you a beauty. A beauty. Yeah. I think he did ENC, right? Is that correct? Am I correct that that's a Snickers special? Um, I think so. Things run together in my brain. on. If it's not and it's somebody else, let us know who they are. so we can. It might have been Yuraka himself. Uh, maybe either way it's packs good. maybe it's a kinston packs shortstop's gonna slap me in the face next time he I probably is and i've seen some good things come out of that kinston region so yeah either way in addition to uh talent at unc basketball there's a lot of good things going on in and around kinston one time carolina's got a couple guys from kinston and like that you never hear the end of it this isn't a there's, sports show this isn't a sports show we got to move on and it's more than just carolina brandon england to do Let's give some T-claps out uh, because we've got some that are worthy. I want to start with F3 Ralph, my man out of St. Louis, and just all these MABA freaks out there. This is Make America Burpee again. These guys have been burping their buns off through the month of January. They deserve some love on this show because I see nonstop activity on the Twitters and email just about all the burpees these guys did. So just a kudos and a T-clap and a T-sep, really, for all you guys for getting after it over the last month and getting all those burpees on. I know guys were going out of their way to ensure they were able to get them done and, and counted, which is good stuff. We got a note down, from get back up, get back together. Keep, keep going. Together. I got a note from F3 Charlie. I think this is kind of cool, right? So, and he's, he's, he's got a burgeoning social movement of one uh, and he's looking to grow it. And he says, I want to make this a thing. And I think it's pretty good. He said, one, one, 11 started it all. Well, how about 2-2-22, which would be tomorrow as we record on the 1st, February 2nd, 2022. We call this the day of second F. And what he's encouraging guys to do is check on your brother, grow an existing relationship, or check on somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Since some of our packs are still sad, sad clowns even when they get out in the gloom, so use this as a day for connection, a fellowship day. So guys, how about this for a challenge? On Wednesday, the 2nd of February, 2022, reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Maybe a guy you haven't seen on Google, or maybe someone you just haven't had a connection with in a long time and uh, let them know that you're thinking about them and, uh, and that you're there for them. Uh, and I love it. I think it's a great idea. I do too. I had not seen this, uh, but I've now seen it three times today. So this morning Callahan mentioned it at Claymore mm-hmm. during uh, one portion see. of the beatdown this picking morning. Up steam. And then, it's picking up steam. 
And then I saw it got, you know, we retreated it and saw it, tweeted it, saw it on uh, the Twitter this morning, and now we're talking about it again. And what I mentioned to Callahan was like, yeah, that's a fantastic idea. We should have been mm-hmm. all in on this from the beginning. So my thought was, too, we're going to get February 22nd, 22. So we're going to have another 222-22. So if we oh. don't fully exploit tomorrow, yes. Yes. we could, we got 20 days after that to uh, – to get this thing swiffering across the nation. Yes, because we don't sweep around here. <laughs> we swiffer, babe. I love it. We've got a call uh, from Jiffy out of Dayton coming up. Before we do that, a couple more T-claps to give out. The men of Puget Sound have themselves a week going on. And you might not oh, have yeah. marked your calendar for this, which I totally understand. But this across the sound is known as Extreme Week. And we've talked to Atari about this in the past. Yes, I recall. So these guys have to do a seven pack this week. Uh, And it started up yesterday, Monday, uh, seven pack, all iron pack style workout. So it's brutally hard. They're getting after it. It's called Extreme Week. They had 75 guys at a convergence on a Monday to kick this off. And they had at least one in war paint. I'll let you guess who that was. (laughs) Uh, And he was in war paint. He was in war paint again this morning. as the ultimate warrior. Uh, so right. yes, Atari rocking some war paint, but man, thrilled fourth annual extreme week happening across the Puget Sound. So love that. Love regional activities that bond the men through the course of a week, right? Like when we do Q swap week or VQ week or one of those kinds of things, something just I, to, you know, rally the guys. What I really like about things like this is as much as we are one across S3 nation, regions have such specific personality mm-hmm. and such specific um you know endeavors that are representative of the packs who are unlocked and free to lead and get these initiatives off the ground and then there's regional buy-in and stuff and it's stuff exactly like this that i love to learn about um in such a far corner of the of the of the of the map from where we are where we sit in little old carpet Mm -hmm. Um, i love love to learn about stuff like this have a great week. Have a safe week, fellas, and get after it. Stay extreme, as always. I got to give just a T-clap and a thanks to the men of F3 Fort Mill. Uh, was on the road uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, had a lovely, lovely steak dinner with Slaughter, Oh, which is where I paid oh, him off. With where I, yeah, the, yeah, the Slaughter? Yeah, I paid him off to pick me for the... <laughs> I was going to say, so you had a steak dinner with the Nantan on Friday, and then you got an That sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. The, uh, it sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. I Things are coming you, together. I assure you, it's only mildly true. Um, wonderful steak dinner. But then got to wake up the next morning and have a great workout with the guys at Fort Mill. Mumble chatter was through the roof, uh, as you would expect. Maximus and um, an Italian job, co-Q to beat down. And I oh my. could barely move my arms after we were done. I mean, it was, it was serious, uh, but a great time, love but it. always love the hospi- hospitality, right? To be able to see other regions and get in with those guys and see the way they click and move was great. Olaf was there. I mean, Helmet was there. It, it was a big, oh, good Lord. Was there was any big, time to work out with all the chatter? Not, not a lot of air left and we were outside. <laughs> it was good. It was good. So that was great. Uh, so just wanted to, I'm sure you guys. didn't fit right in with those loud mouth. Well, I mumble chatter was at a premium. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Obviously. All right, we got a call. Let's go out to Dayton because it's in the theme of being downrange. And Jiffy called us. He had a great trip to New Orleans, and he was on fire about it and logs this T-Clap report. Greetings, F3 Nation. This is your man, Jiffy, reporting from F3 Dayton in glorious Ohio. I went on a trip last week with my M to beautiful New Orleans, Louisiana, where I had some pretty big plans for the week. 
besides the given of food and music, I was also there to celebrate the 28th anniversary of my 21st birthday. But most of all, I was getting ready to propose to the M. Being downrange also meant I needed to find me a beatdown. So I jumped on the F3 NOLA Slack and posted my intentions. Within minutes, I had a handful of messages, and we were going over my plans for the week. That is when these Nolens packs went into motion, and I just want to give a big shout-out to some of those guys. First of all, Hokey. Oh, he was our F3 New Orleans host. He picked us up at the airport after the weather turned our four-hour flight into a 16-hour nightmare. Once we left the airport, he even ran us to the grocery store so we could get some supplies. And during the week, he checked in with us each day to see how the trip was going. Oh, and to top that, he set up a great birthday dinner at Charlie's Steakhouse for us. King Kong set us up with reservations at his place, Restaurant Rebirth, so we could celebrate our engagement and style. Dooley gave me some great recommendations on vegetarian-friendly restaurants for the M. And finally, our Monastar provided me transportation for the beatdown and a great rundown of life in the city. I have nothing but love for the men at F3 Nolans. Thank you. God dang it, fellas. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, it's a real shame people don't call in this show with the with enthusiasm right just low low energy callers he was he was channeling his (laughs) he was channeling a lot of you guys quite frankly but i motorboat most assuredly right right what an ohio indiana area maybe what an awesome awesome story incredible man incredible that's fantastic i need to reach out to uh i need to reach out to um to jiffy i've got a former colleague Mm. Um, that has relocated, I think, to the Beaver Creek area of Dayton. He works up at Wright Pat. And I've actually got some AFRL contract work. It's going to pull me up there hopefully this year. I can get a beat down with these guys. But that's awesome. Spent a minute at Wright Pat as an infant. Did you? (laughs) Spent a minute. Well, the men of the men of Nolans in New Orleans, we've seen step well, up. Great use of Nolans, by the way, from my man yeah. Jiffy. Excellent pronunciation. There were some there were some New Orleans packs that went over to the Grow Ruck in San Antonio That's last right. year. That's they right. they organize and get centered around when there's disaster relief needs with you know hurricanes and other storms totally. in and around the Gulf totally. Coast. I mean, those guys are hard chargers. That's awesome. I love no, it. No doubt about that. All right, we got bones coming up with a health tip. Before that, let's do a tap. Let's talk about uh, experience you and I shared on uh, Sunday of this past weekend. The tap goes out for F3 Higgins, hospital name Wilson Raj, who on January 5th uh, succumbed to the mental battle, which means in clean language, uh, he took his own life. And uh, what we were a part of on Sunday was a celebration of life ceremony for him, local church where his family mm-hmm. uh, uh, goes every week. Uh, and was really pretty incredible. I don't know, hour and a half, two hours that we were there. We got to hear from his wife and his sister and loved ones about just the incredible man that he was and the believer that he was and what he believed in and and, uh, how much he loved his sons and his family and was dedicated to Christ. And it was really incredible experience. And obviously, um, you know, we had a ton of packs that were there and just, you know, sort of lock shields together and showed his family some love. And, and quite frankly, he was only in our F3 lives pretty short amount of time. Uh, Just a couple of months. A couple yeah. of months, really. Um, 
And so wanted just to continue to offer thoughts and prayers for him. Uh, that one hits close to home for us here. Uh, but then you and I were obviously having conversations and talking back and forth. And, you know, we sat down at the service and before it even got started, you know, I, just in the moment of vulnerability, I, you know, sitting next to Disco Duck, true him in our region. I just said, man, what, what are we doing? Like, what, what, what are we missing? What? You know, I wanted to ask mm-hmm. a lot of those why questions. I felt myself wanting to ask a lot of those why questions. And then those went away quickly as we got to really hear about who this man was um, and mm-hmm. what he stood for. And, and it, it, it obviously helped, you know, um, it helped in some of that why and it moved it more to how, how do we honor him, right? How do we carry his legacy on from there? Mm-hmm. I, I had similar questions uh, going in and I had a, com- a, a good conversation with, with Lindsay, my M about, about all of these, this thing that you and I've been talking about the past couple of days. And, you know, it sort of, it sort of boiled down to at one point thinking that I must, I could very much be in the minority and that I think it was once in high school, but as an adult male, I have not, I have not been to a celebration of a, of life or memorial service because of what happened. Yeah. That was my first. So, so that was a very, that was a very new thing for me and a little hard to process and talk about. Um, because I get emotional at, uh, funerals in general, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how yeah. Yeah. well or not well, I knew the individual, yep. but when I well, see the pain, same way, yeah, pain and suffering and even outpouring of love and appreciation for, you know, you know, somebody that lived a, an incredibly long existence yeah. or somebody that was tragically taken up from us too soon. I have the same, typically have the same level of emotion. I'm drawn to emotion at a lot of times without even really knowing yeah. someone. I'm there I, you know what I do when, when I sit in that seat, I, I often good, bad, or indifferent. I think personally, and maybe you're the same way, I don't know, or maybe it's just the, the, the moment that you're in is when I go to those services again, for whether it's for somebody I barely have known, or known for years, I often think about loved ones that I've lost before and, and kind of relive those moments. Mm-hmm. And then quite frankly, I, I think about loved ones I'll lose in the future and what those moments will be like, knowing mm-hmm. that that's part of our life, our circle of our life here, right? This is what, you know, is, is guaranteed for us is, is birth and death. And, uh, and so I feel, I don't know if I feel you for the same reasons, but I feel mm-hmm. the same way when I sit there in that seat. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's, I think it's this, you are absolutely immersed and thrust into a perspective mm-hmm. that is not necessarily something yeah. you think about a lot. Yeah. Um, but it brings us back full circle to keep continuing to strive to be better for ourselves and our loved ones and those around us every day, our brothers in the gloom and hitting those quadrants of getting right, leading right, yep. living right, leading right and leaving right. Yep. And so it's, it's interesting. I, I don't, I'm not yet in a position, I think, to really articulate a lot of still some of the, the things that, it, that I've been trying to process for a couple of days. Um, but uh, that comes with time and, and extended conversations with, with my guys, my, my shield ruck and my M and brothers like you. So yeah. let me tell you how I'm feeling about it in, in reference to uh, sort of a takeaway, what I ultimately end up leaving, leaving there with. And I articulated it after a cue on Monday, cause I had, just time to think about it and put my thoughts around it. And before that, we will say that guys, regardless of what's going on in your life, we're not professionals, but we can help help you get in the right direction. And we're always in here and we love you. 
uh, and we are always here for you. And you've got this entire F3 nation that's always here for you. If there's anything that you're going through that has you feeling a certain way. I came back to, when you talked about the leave right and legacy. And I started thinking about being guardians of legacy and how when we lose someone, regardless of the way in which we lose them, uh, they have left a legacy, but those that are left behind are the guardians of that legacy. And for Higgins, we didn't know him very well. So we have a very small role in guarding his legacy, his family, his sons, his wife, his loved ones, those that knew him best hold a larger role. And maybe they're on the front lines of that. But if you've met anyone and they've touched your life, when they pass, you become a guardian of their legacy. And his legacy is not what ultimately happened to him in those final moments. His legacy is everything else before that. His legacy is what we heard about for two hours, a man that was deeply devoted to his God, his family, and his craft. And so as a guardian of his legacy, I will go forward, we will go forward, you will go forward in carrying on those pieces of it and take power and confidence in that. And regardless of if we leave you today, tomorrow, or 10 years, or 20 years, or 50 years from now, when, when we leave behind, those that we leave behind that loved us, that we loved, are guardians of our legacy. Uh, and, and, uh, and so let's go forth and do that for each other. Let's vow to do that for each other. That's that, those are the thoughts I had around it, uh, after the last couple of days. No, but brother, I think that's very well said. I, I think I could absolutely buy into to all of that. And, and, and even an extension of that is to brothers like ours, uh, open concept who was very close, close to him, um, pre and now like pre and post f3 mm-hmm. um they, they've known each other a while and and families know one another is leaning on those those brothers as well who who like you said may be closer to mm-hmm. um to him and his family vice some of the other uh other brothers but it's yep, yep. it's well said I, I don't have much much additional thoughts to be able to articulate at the moment so i, I appreciate you uh sharing that perspective i, I think it's interesting too I, it hits home something else for me is that you thinking about it and, and, you know, praying on it and thinking about it and it, and it coming to you in a COT after a beatdown that you led. I think that's just very poignant and um, part of what we're trying to do here. So. Amen. Amen. Well said brother. All right. Prayers for uh, that family. Let's go to bones. He's got your health tip of the week. And then we'll be back with a quote worth repeating before we call it a day here. He's talking about house plants. Now I know you're a purveyor of house pants. I want to make sure you heard me. Yes, you're home, right? once they're on, you ain't leaving. Uh, but Bones is talking True. house plants. Okay. Uh, and I got, I think we're going to like this one. Here we go. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the packs of F3 Nation. Little Shop of Horrors is a 1986 film about a nerdy florist, played by Rick Moranis, who recruits the help of a man-eating plant to win the love of a girl. The plant, however, turns out to have a sensational desire for blood, who demands to be fed and ultimately eats several characters of the cast. This cult classic highlights the fact that some plants can be dangerous, but in truth, many have a very positive impact in our lives. Houseplants have been linked to a variety of health-promoting properties, like lower anxiety, increased attentiveness and memory, increased productivity, reduction of stress, boosting a mood and more creativity. In addition, having plants in your home or office can lead to better air quality. Phytoremediation is the word used to 
describe the process in which plants scrub the contaminants from the air. It was first studied by NASA in the 1980s as they looked for ways to improve the air in a sealed spacecraft. There are hundreds of plants to choose from, but some of the most popular include aloe vera, lavender, peace lilies, philodendron, and snake plants. The amount of sunlight and water will depend on the type of plant, making some easier to care for than others. My M has always been a big fan of plants, and our home and office contain plenty of them. I have six of them in my home office alone. Not only do we reap the health benefits of having them, but they are great to look at as well. So Pax, consider adding plants to your home or office. They will improve the air quality and provide a myriad of other benefits. Just don't forget to water them. Kitty and Rapido, let's hear your best Feed Me Seymour impressions. Keep up the good work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> I, I have seen the the play. I don't know that I've I actually watched the movie with Rick Moranis. Oh, Rick Moranis? I'm, I'm a I'm a fan, a fan of his work in such classics as Honey I Shrunk. Honey the I Kids. Shrunk the Kids, yeah. Um, but you know, he didn't mention Dracenia, which is a very popular office mm-hmm. plant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be interested to see what our, our friends in California and Colorado, what their office plants might look like. Um, but I'm all in on plants. These succulents are another thing that seem to be very popular. I think offices do like succulent plant building office parties. I've seen that. Um, I, we had them growing up in the house. Maybe that's, you know, there was air quality products there. Uh, Christmas cactus is one of my mother's all time. I, she's got plants that are like 150 all, years old. What? That were my still, grandmother's. Still banging. Peace still lilies banging. and Christmas cactuses. Yeah. These and, I don't, and, I don't, and I don't think bones them. means you're supposed to keep your Christmas tree up all year, guys. Okay. No. So, no. Snap to it. Uh, you got a quote worth repeat for us, what we call it today? I do, man. Um, it's an I, interesting one. I hope one. so, because otherwise this would be a lame segment if you didn't. <laughs> Pretty anticlimactic. Uh, um, this is an interesting one, and I don't remember how this one came across my radar. I usually have a little story, obviously, but I don't remember. But here we go. See if you can guess. You're not going to get it. But see if you can. No. I always like to try to guess, though. <laughs> Since corrupt people unite amongst themselves to constitute a force, then honest people must do the same. Oh, I enjoy that. And F3. Yeah. Since corrupt people unite amongst themselves to constitute a force, mm. then honest people must do the same. Yeah, I enjoy that. I like that a lot. The splitter will always, well, I was listening to a lot of mini Vance and Sherry and podcasts on the road this week. So yeah. I've likely dropped a few references. If you guys have not listened to uh, the mini Vance and Sherry and with Dave Redding, dread Frank Schwartz, uh, dark helmet, I think it's really, really good it's personal opinion here. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth your time. Uh, and I am excited about the book those guys are putting together and the future for that movement, because mini Vance Centurion or, we got a couple guys around here refer to themselves as F-150 Centurions, whatever, right? Ram fam Centurions like we are. Ram fam. Um, either way, there's some really good uh, things in there. And this very much uh, falls in line with that, is that, mm-hmm. you know, oh, corruption, evil, uh, you know, call it what you will, is always going to, it's always going to be pulling at us. What do we do uh, right. in virtuous leaders as truth tellers, as those who want to fight for and defend the middle? Uh, what do we do to, to do that? Uh, and I think this speaks to that. Uh, all right, lay it on me. Who is it? Leo Tolstoy. Oh, excellent. Good quote, man. 
Good quote. Good poll. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Fits well. Yeah. Fits well. I liked it. Yep. All right, man. What do you say we wrap it up here? We're probably over our time. We don't have a lot of time. We are a little over time. I, I got my office mate out there through the through the glass in my office here, Tony. Looking Perfect. Up, looking up his daily ramen, getting me hungry and for it's uh, time for some lunch. Lunch. Packs of the nation. If another man hasn't told you to stay, we love you. The nation loves you. Go out there and get after it. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodas, 40, Hello Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 38, Repito. And this has been the COT Podcast.